So that hand was over the barrel of Mr. Rittenhouse's gun when his hand was shot. That makes sense. That's Dr. Doug Kelly, a state witness who testified that Joseph Rosenbaum likely touched the barrel of Kyle Rittenhouse's AR-15 during their confrontation. The state rested their case minutes later. The trial has just reached its halfway point. Welcome to the Inside the Rittenhouse Trial podcast, a production of WGTD. So Bob, your thoughts on the state's case. When the case started, I thought that they were doing moderately well, Tom Binger uh, with the initial witnesses last week. The, the case was moving far too slowly and, and they were meandering to, to a point and kind of like uh, realizing that you're in a boat and somebody didn't put a plug in the bottom of the boat and it's slowly sinking. <laughs> Have they proven their case or did they really fall apart? I wouldn't. I don't think they've fallen apart when you think about the burden on the defense. The state has missed some important points along the way. What went wrong, if anything, during Dr. Doug Kelly's testimony? I, I think they weren't prepared. And frankly, both sides missed some important points with Dr. Kelly. The state, I think, underemphasized the a relatively important point, and that is that the doctor thought that he was shot probably in the hip abdominal thigh, hip area, that the second shot was the shot that um, hit his hand uh, and then subsequently ricocheted off the pavement into um, Mr. Rosenbaum's thigh. I think that's a critical issue in the state proving its case, because while it's obvious or apparent that Rosenbaum was apparently rushing this guy, the defense can rely on the belief that he was trying to get the gun first. It's possible that he's shot, he knows he's the guy's pulling the trigger, and now his job as he's falling is to try to get the gun away from being shot again. And, and I don't think the state really highlighted that aspect of the doctor's testimony. You know, it, they're not prepared. To, this isn't a fluid uh, presentation of the evidence, nor is it a fluid um, defense. What did you think of the defense's first couple of witnesses? They had to get more information in that these guys were there for a stated, call it contractual purpose. Um, because otherwise, then they're just a roaming band of marauders. Whether they can hide under the blanket of um, a master-servant relationship with the car source owners is not the issue. Going out of their way to come to Kenosha to defend our city. Um, last time I looked, Kenosha was way bigger than West Bend. This trial is starting to represent the consequences of our political divide in America. This is what happens when you tacitly nod to the Proud Boys or when you 
uh, decide that uh, the only way to redress uh, grievances against minority groups is to burn things down. This is the natural and probable consequences of our social behavior in this country at this time, which is really unfortunate. The Inside the Rittenhouse Trial podcast is a production of WGTD. This episode was produced and hosted by me, Troy McDonald, with analysis by attorney Bob Svishati. We'll see you tomorrow.